Welcome to the Hello Orlandia Weekly News. We bring you all the key news stories in and about Poland. The main developments this week. The Polish government risks exacerbating internal tensions as it moves to compromise with Brussels over the reform of the country's judicial system. President Duda meets his German counterpart in Berlin in the aftermath of the dispute over the deployment of German Patriot air defence weapons in Poland. Poland marks the 41st anniversary of the imposition of martial law in December 1981 and Igor Świątek is named the Women's Tennis Association's Player of the Year. Poland is making another attempt to sufficiently satisfy the demands of the European Commission over the independence of the country's judicial system to secure the release of stalled post-COVID-19 economic recovery funding. A new Supreme Court bill was submitted to the same yesterday, with debate starting today. Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki called on members from both the ruling and opposition blocs to support the measure, saying it would bring Poland closer to securing the release of EU economic recovery funding. He was speaking at a press conference in Warsaw after earlier briefing senior lawmakers on the proposals. Poland is due to receive 23.9 billion euro in grants and 11.5 billion euro in loans in funding for its national recovery plan, which has been approved in principle by the EU, but with the actual release of funding stalled in a long-running dispute over the question of judicial independence in Poland. Morawiecki claimed that the bill represented a good compromise and said that there isn't time to continue this tug of war. He added that the funding would be spent on key economic priorities. The leader of the main opposition, Platforma Obywatelska Party, Donald Tusk, who has consistently supported the stance of Brussels, claimed that the government had bowed to pressure from European institutions. He said the bill was imperfect, but that it was easy to garner support for its improvement. Tusk added that the stall funding should have already been in Poland for nearly two years and blamed the government for the delay. Meanwhile, on Tuesday, an opposition motion of no confidence in Justice Minister and Prosecutor General Zbigniew Żabro, the key architect of the original judicial reforms designed to remove residual communist-era influence, was defeated by 228 votes to 226. The opposition blamed Jabro for putting the country on a collision course with the European Union and claimed he politicised the prosecution process, while ruling lawmakers, including Prime Minister Morawiecki, strongly defended the record of the Solidarna Polska leader. Tensions between the main governing party, Pravo i Sprawiedliwość, and their junior coalition partner, Solidarna Polska, risk being further exacerbated by moves to compromise with Brussels over the reforms to Poland's judicial system, an issue which Jabro views as entirely outside the competence of the European Union. Amid ongoing tensions in relations between the two countries, over both historic and present-day issues, on Monday, Polish President Andrzej Duda held talks in Berlin with his German counterpart, Frank-Walter Steinmeier. The talks centred on the situation in Ukraine, including the humanitarian crisis there, 
as well as on bilateral relations. Duda thanked Germany for the offer to deploy the Patriot air defence system in Poland. The controversial topic of Poland's renewed demand for Second World War reparations from Germany was also raised. Duda urged Germany to prepare for a potential further wave of Ukrainian refugees in light of the humanitarian crisis caused by Russian attacks on the country's infrastructure. In light of the arguments between the two countries, which followed Poland's request that Germany deploy Patriot missile batteries in Ukraine instead of Poland, there are media reports that the US itself may be about to announce the supply of the Patriot air defence system to Ukraine. Last Friday, Minister of Foreign Affairs Zbigniew Rao met with US Secretary of State Antony Blinken during a four-day visit to Washington, D.C. that ended on Saturday. At a joint press conference afterwards, Rao praised NATO's response to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, saying that, When it came to this very tragic event, we as allies, as NATO members, showed firmness, resilience and determination in the defence of our common values. Blinken in turn commented that, I can't think of a time when the United States and Poland and our partnership has been more important and more effective. He added that, thanks to Poland's leadership, we are standing strong in support of Ukraine, faced with the Russian aggression, supporting it in terms of security assistance, economic assistance, humanitarian assistance. Polish people have done extraordinary things in their generosity towards so many refugees from Ukraine. The Polish government has announced what it says is the country's biggest ever road-building programme, costing 294 billion złotych, the equivalent of 62.6 billion euro. The majority of the work is targeted for completion by 2030, with full completion due by 2033. The plan involves 2,000 kilometres of new roads and includes the Warszawa Ring Road, a major road between Warszawa and Szczecin, and an expressway between Grudyansk and Ostrude. Prime Minister Morawiecki claimed at a press conference on Tuesday that, in the modern world, development, especially in the economic field, would not be possible without the development of road infrastructure. National, voivodeship, commune and powiat roads form a system that is a prerequisite for rapid economic development. General Mirosław Pemyszewski, Poland's only astronaut, or maybe more appropriately cosmonaut, to fly in space, died in a Warszawa hospital on Monday at the age of 81. The military pilot was part of the crew of the Soviet Soyuz 30 spacecraft for eight days in June to July 1978. His son-in-law, the Pravo East MEP Richard Czarnecki, praised him as the first Polish cosmonaut, a brilliant pilot, a good husband and father, a beloved grandfather. On Tuesday, ceremonies were held in Poland to mark the 41st anniversary of the notorious 1981 imposition of martial law by the country's then communist regime. President Andrzej Duda attended the Light of Freedom tribute held in Pisutski Square in central Warszawa and said that 
It is a commemoration of those who that December 1981 opposed the criminal communist power, the enslavement of the nation, selling the will of Polish society. Duda added that many of them paid with their lives for this courage, steadfastness and determination in the fight for a free Poland. Earlier in the day, Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki spoke at the Museum of Cursed Soldiers and Political Prisoners of the People's Republic of Poland, where he paid tribute to communist-era political prisoners and post-Second World War resistance fighters. He remarked that, It is said that time heals wounds, but the memory of the victims of martial law and martial law is very important for our history and for our present day. He added that, more than 100 people were murdered during the time of martial law, while tens of thousands were detained, interned, beaten and humiliated. Finally, some good news for Polish sport. In the aftermath of the soccer team's underwhelming performance at the Qatar World Cup. In what's certainly a reflection of what's been the big success story of Polish sport in 2022, on Monday the Women's Tennis Association named Iga Świątek its Player of the Year. The 21-year-old Polish World No. 1 had what the WTA termed an unstoppable season, during which she won eight tournaments and had a 37-match winning streak. Świątek has been the world number one since April and still leads the world rankings by commanding margin. That's all from the Hello Orlandia weekly news for this week.